Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm sitting here in my studio with my guest. I have already given her a secret task. She's going to report back. Everyone, please put your hands together for Rory Uphold. Tony, I, I did it again. Hi. Hello. Welcome. I did it again. I did the thing where I fucked up the intro. How so? Well, because I think the way you're supposed to do it from maniacs like Jimmy Fallon. This is what I've learned. You're, did you read that article? Oh, yeah, did you read just, that article about him? I have not read that article. I but fell I, asleep reading it last night, but everyone keeps telling me to read it. So I fell asleep because I was tired. I don't think it's because the article is boring or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there is like a true smoking gun in the article like I want there to be. But there still seems to be enough that like he seems like a jerk to work for. Yeah, I did. I I don't know if there's like a definitive article, but I just kind of like got the 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 headlines. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Here's here's what I will say though: okay. personal experience of, of the the handful of late night shows that have played. Tony's he in a is, rock band. He is the only uh, host that actually came to the dressing room and said hello to us and talked to us for a little bit, a little while. What an asshole! Yeah, <laughs> I, just you know, just saying. I actually he I. Was kind of because I've heard people be like, um, well, it's I mean, it's no surprise, really. But to me, it is kind of a surprise. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I, think I, it both is and it isn't. Like, yeah, on the yeah one that's hand, how I, I feel. I feel yeah. like, wait, we're shocked that anybody, someone in entertainment is hard to work with. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. What a wow. <laughs> yeah, it's that's stunning. Crazy. Yeah. But then on the other hand, like, I was like, isn't this whole thing that people didn't we hate on him like a decade ago for being too nice? Yes. He was like the too nice guy. That's why we didn't think he was funny or something. Right. But is know. he the one that like tossed Donald Trump's hair? Yes. Okay. Oh. So he single he got Trump elected by <laughs> fidgeting with his hair. No, but I think okay. the people well. are like he's like, you know, he softened the edges of this guy. Um my thing is just he's been in the public eye for so long. How did it take so long for all of this to come out? Mm, Unless well, maybe people, people in the know stories. Know. That's like, true. I mean, I, I know a lot of stories that have been killed in the last couple yeah. of years oh. about very prominent comedian people. Are you going to tell us any of them? I cannot. Damn it. <laughs> I really do not want to end my and career. We're, and we're done. Well, that's um, all she ever wants. The dirt? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, um, I'm happy to give you the dirt. Off air? Yeah. Okay. 100%. Yeah. I can't wait for this to be over, but please don't change the channel. (laughs) No, but so anyway, the way I botched the intro, Tony, was I'm supposed to give like, I'm supposed to explain who she is, supposed to give her credits, but withhold her name so that then people are, they're like on the edge of the seat. They're like, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? And then I say, please put your hands together for Rory Uphold. Yeah. But I didn't do that. And they're like, wait. But who? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, but they know because I explained yes, true, that you're the host okay. of Crimes of the Heart podcast. Yeah, you're ob- self self described obsessed with skincare, true, which appealed to. So Jackie Johnson is our mutual mutual friend. Yes, she recommended you, and she said that you're she you know gave all the the things that I forgot to mention in the intro. It's all good. But then said you're obsessed with skincare. Yes. So this week, a lot of skincare questions have been coming to me, and oh, I've just amazing. been like, I wanted to actually email you. 
with my questions. And oh, I'm perfect. like, no, I'm just going to wait till yeah, you're just, here. Here you are. But anyway, but also you're a multi-hyphenate. <laughs> yes. You're a director. You're a performer. Mm-hmm. You're an artist. And you're a songwriter. Mm-hmm. Now, when I Google you, Canadian singer-songwriter comes up. But I know you grew up in L.A. Yeah. Please. I didn't make my Wikipedia, up. so I don't know how that it, I yeah. I think it was IMDb that said this. But still. What? So wait, are you is there any is any part of you Canadian? That wouldn't yes, I, I have dual citizenship. Oh, okay. So I, I have so two it is social Yeah, it that it is accurate. Everything on the Wikipedia is accurate. I don't know that it would be on the IMDb. I don't know, I didn't write it and uh-huh. I don't know how to change it. So it lives there and there's some very weird credits and then there's other things that just aren't on there that I would be like, mm, you would think that they would maybe right. mention that. Yeah. <laughs> but nope. Hmm. Well, my Wikipedia page got erased. <gasps> I had one for years and years and years and years. How is that even possible? <sighs> I don't know. So anyway, I thought I'm going to check this. Yeah. Like I never look at it, but mm-hmm. I thought I'm going to check it just to make sure that like, you know, gobbles gigantic cocks isn't like one of the categories <laughs> or something. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Would I be doing the gobbling? No, no, mine. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Although I did listen. I listened to your most the most recent episode with Akila Hughes. Mm-hmm. Is that a recent episode or is that it like was, a replay? It's the first one. It's the replay. I'm okay. Thinking, uh, September, I'm just playing um, four old ones. I love that idea. back to yeah. October, I'm doing a whole thing on ghosting. Okay. I love that. But anyway, I know that you have no problem. With Goblin. giving blowjobs. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Whereas your guest was talking about how like she, she has to think about mean spray. She uses a throat numbing spray and <laughs> she has to think about Christmas yeah. while she's doing it. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, I love I, I relate. I not love to that. get too TMI, but I feel like I can. This is a TMI. Space. I fully for like a month after that, every time I was like going down on a dude, I was thinking of Akila, <laughs> thinking of Christmas. And yeah, I was like, girl, you are like ruining my sex life because <laughs> I should not be thinking of you. Right. Thinking of Christmas. Right. But how can you not? It's, but I how mean, can it's you perfect. Not? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, no, I looked at my own uh, Wikipedia page just Got because people, it. anyone yes. can edit anything into there. So I just wanted to see. Coming full circle. Yeah. Like, has I, you know, weird. what's. Yes, exactly. And anyone can edit anything in there. They mm-hmm. just edit it out of existence. And then you, there's like a tab you could look at, which is like history or whatever. And it, uh, they, anyway, it was determined that I'm don't reach the notability criteria anymore. What? I think I was notable. I feel like I don't want to sound paranoid, but I'm like, are these a bunch of like Adam Carolla fans? Because while I was on the Adam Carolla show, then I was notable enough. But now that I'm not on the show anymore, it's like I'm not notable anymore. So, of course, I Do you think you got trolled? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it sounds like you That's did. what it feels like. Yes, that's what it feels like to me, too. And so then I was... I'm just going to tell the story. Yeah, tell this the story. Is, it's, it's super <laughs> let's, embarrassing. Let's go. Because this is, okay, this is a sliding doors moment mm. of ego. I This is what I, I'm going to move over. It's like, it's like Neil Brennan's three mics. This is Allison's two spots in the studio <laughs> that are two inches apart from each other. Here's the, what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm over here now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to be like, and then I thought, you know what? Who cares? Whatever. These things come and go. Mm-hmm. I can't control it. Mm-hmm. I know I still exist in the world. And can confirm. I'm just going to thank you very much. I'm just going to keep doing what I do. And eventually, you know, maybe I'll have one again. And also, who cares? Great. Yes. That's what I want. Yes. Moving two inches to the right <laughs> Moving now. Moving back to who you are. Yes. Yeah, so what I actually did <laughs> yeah. was I was like, do I know anyone who edits Wikipedia mm. and you can get this reinstated? I don't. But you know those sites where you can like hire? It's like Fiverr, but not Fiverr. It's like 
you know, like ex- it, this, I can't remember what it's called, but it's not expert.com, but it's a guru. I think it's guru.com. I've never heard of that. But that yeah. sounds Tony, great. Tony, is there a guru.com? And by the way, they're not a sponsor and I didn't have a good experience. Guru.com so go definitely sounds like if you want to start an MLM. Uh, yes, where you it go does, to take right. the class and learn. Yeah. <laughs> I want to learn about essential oils from guru.com. Yes. So you could hire a, it, it yeah, lets us, that's, that yeah, seems to be right. You yeah. could hire a guru. Whoa. In like you post what kind of guru you're looking for. So I was wanted someone who edits Wikipedia. So I found this woman. She lives in Florida. That was my knock against Red her. Flag. Yes. Uh, but she had all kinds of experience uh, like editing Wikipedia and Whoa. doing all sorts of stuff. So anyway, okay. she but I noticed pretty quickly that her communication with me, she was using words in a way that suggested English was not not her, her first language. language. Yes. yes, I think she. I think so she maybe was, she didn't live in Florida. Maybe, maybe, because she said, "Well, I have news for you, but it's not as shiny as I would hope." <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> and is, I've, and I've, I hope to remember that so that I can use that one day when you're giving blowjobs. Yeah, <laughs> I have news for you. This is not as shiny as you think. Yeah. So she felt that. It was going to be like an uphill battle to try to get this reinstated um, because Weird. she all she agreed I didn't reach the notability criteria. And then she's like, here's what you need. And it was like, you know, just like a few good articles about me. And I'm like, well, I have that right now. And mm. I sent her I was on the cover of the OC Weekly for their like n- like not- it was like notable people who deserve Wikipedia pages. Ooh. <laughs> I forget what it was. It was a great use of the sound effect. It was. OC Weekly personalities, I forget, yeah. but there was like four Doesn't different... matter, you were on the cover. Yeah, four different collectible that's, that's, covers. I've, I've never been on the cover of OC Weekly. You have a Wikipedia page. So anyway... <laughs> not, not after this episode. <laughs> so, well, it's just going to... Some people are going to add some things, yeah. So, um... I used to write for the OC Weekly, by the way. Full disclosure, okay. although and and that was disclosed. If you put yourself article. on the cover. <laughs> it was when I was there, and what I decided, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm gonna work my way up. <laughs> yeah, no, I no longer worked there. Uh, they came, they interviewed me in the house, they mm-hmm. took pictures, blah blah blah. So I sent this to her, and then I wish I could remember her exact, her exact. Yeah, it was like. This would be a good piece of press. However, it is obvious that it's sponsored. <gasps> like that I had purchased it. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is, I mean. It was so insulting. It's it was more ins- because she was probably not trying to be insulting. No. And it was like the most hurtful thing anybody yes! ever said. I have never paid for. Pr- yeah. What? So. It was more insulting than my Wikipedia page getting. Yeah, you erased. were like, "Wow, I just paid to get my feelings hurt." <laughs> yeah, no, I never paid her actually. Oh, okay, great. She Love was that. saying, "She's like, this was just the the, the preliminary." Intro. Yeah, okay. but she was saying that like, she's like, you know, I could look. You, you know, I'm being honest because I could take your money and create a page for you, and then it would just get taken down. So, and I'm not doing that. Hmm. But anyway, when she said that it was like clear that I had bought this article, um, you were like, "Okay, well, I wrote no." I was like, "I have never paid." No, I mean, I, I fucking d- defended myself against this person and I don't even know where she is. Oh like, I've never paid for a press. I, if it would help, what, what, what fight am I even having at this point? Yeah. Like, I can get the editor to vouch for me. But she, she the was whole like, thing she was, was slowly backing away. <laughs> so I know. The whole thing was so frustrating. Oh, so anyway, now, yeah, so that's where that stands. But anyway. Wow. 
Back what to a, you. What a journey. It was a journey, on. and I've yeah. never, I've never talked about it on this show because I've been embarrassed that I went that far. Oh, don't be embarrassed. Yeah, I, I don't think know why like I was embarrassed. embarrassment is so like fuck embarrassment just in general. I mean, I would like to. It holds all us back. I would. I have gone back and thought of a lot of upsetting moments in my life mm-hmm. just for fun, um, but also in therapy. <laughs> do you do that like around eleven forty-five midnight? Because that's when I do it. Um, <laughs> right before I'm about to fall asleep. Yeah. No, it's sort of like. Anytime I have downtime, that's mm. when I like to revisit things that make me feel terrible. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've realized how much humiliation and embarrassment were like key features of all, a lot of things that I'm still upset about. Like, I do not do well with those emotions. Interesting. Do you? Do you like, are you impervious to embarrassment? Um, I, so like when people ask me, like, what are you, what's your thing? I'm like, rejection. Like it's the number one thing I'm an expert in. Mm-hmm. Like I just feel like my whole life has been a series of rejections, which is weird because I think one would argue that I'm actually pretty successful, yeah. but like that's been paved with just a bunch of rejections and no's. And then also like the podcast is literally about like, I've had my ass handed to me so many times. It's insane. And I in, think in, in a dating realm. Oh yeah. What you mean? yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Like, I mean, I'm trying to think of the worst one. Well, I got ghosted by the guy who got me pregnant. And then I found out a year later that he was fucking my hairdresser the whole time. Well, I didn't know. And I don't know anything about this. Yeah. Nobody does. I just. Yeah. Just told it to you for the first time. Is Um, is there an episode about it? No. Oh, no. I literally just dropped that. (laughs) You got your dirt. Yeah, I got my dirt. (laughs) Do you do you have the podcast boner drop? Uh, I think that's from Jeff time. Jeff's time. But (laughs) one time someone. (laughs) Someone said like someone said something that was an exclusive, and I yelled "podcast boner" because that's what I get when people give me exclusive info. Oh. So then it turned into a drop. Oh, okay, um, cool. But anyway, yeah. But anyway, sorry to no, no, sorry no. to have a boner yeah. at your tragedy. Uh, so I think like my embarrassment or shame has been like really intertwined with failure mm-hmm. or, or failure in quotes, right? And then I don't know. Sometimes you just like bottom out hard enough that. You're like, I'm done with mm-hmm. this feeling. Oh, yeah. I'm done with this feeling. And right. now I'm like, eh. I'm just going to like talk about the bad things that have happened to me and then hopefully help other people. I think that's great. You're- so obviously, I'm going to need to circle back and hear a little more details <laughs> on that story. I can't believe but, I just shared that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. What do I dig into it now? No, let's come back to that. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I need to get like the background yeah, yeah, yeah. of, you know, who is Rory Uphold? Oh, boy. And then I need to ask you about red light masks and new face yeah estrogen cream for your face and stuff. okay yeah so those are my questions coming oh wow up. okay amazing. um okay so where were you were you born in canada or here uh california california yeah los okay. angeles so yeah. where's the canada part my from? mom became an american citizen in 2016 to vote for hillary um mm. we know how that worked out <laughs> but, <laughs> i appreciate her effort but she though. tried yeah. <laughs> yes um so i became um a canadian citizen in oh i don't know a couple of years ago. Um, and now I have two social security. I have half my family's in Canada and mm-hmm. half my family's in the United States. What part of Canada? All over, but mostly Calgary. Okay. Texas at the north. Got it. That is so our um nanny mm-hmm. who is not who you met because okay. she's out she's in calgary right now oh wow like she's going to like three weddings i feel like oh interesting that's nice that her friends i don't think they did it on purpose but like it's that a is clump, nice a wedding clump yeah yeah i would love that yeah. if they could all just just knock them get out on the same page yeah, yeah exactly. i have you, crazy wedding luck 
It, like how? Like like the craziest shit happens to me at weddings all all the time. And crazy good or crazy bad? Crazy bad, oh. kind of. I think. Okay. Like like. Uh, I once showed up late to a wedding and found out it was BYOC. Have you ever heard of that? No. Wait, I got to figure out what the C is. Thing. Bring your own. Don't tell me. Bring your own cash. It just makes no sense. Mm-mm. Bring your own corsage. Bring your own <laughs> credit card. Bring your own BYOC. Bring your own. It's in this room. Camera? Nope. Bring your own podcast host. Bring your own. Oh, you're going to get it. Back. I'm looking at a backpack. <laughs> no <Nope>. carpet. <laughs> Bring I'm your own. Too. Okay. It's in this room. Uh-huh. There's fake plants. There's cameras. There's lights. There's, there's tissue. There's water. Okay, how about this? So I am like 15 minutes late because it was two hours outside of LA. And so the ceremony's happening and it's on like this like ranch farm. And I don't know where the actual ceremony is happening. Cell phone? So, so I get freaked out thinking I might walk in and literally walk into the ceremony. Right. So my plan was to wait and just join after, which was a very Bad idea in retrospect. Well, you were trying to be respectful. Though. I was trying to be respectful. Yeah. So then I join for cocktail hour. Bring your okay cocktail. It's, co- it's not co- wait. No. Bring your. It's not bring your. There's a bug in here. <laughs> there is. It was really trying to eat you. Was it a mosquito? Yeah. No, no, no. It was like a gnat. Oh, phew. <laughs> so so cocktail hour ends, and then what happens? You eat. You eat mm-hmm. dinner. Mm-hmm. Bring your own to dinner. <laughs> Close. What do you sit in? Cake? Chair? Oh, chair. Bring your own chair? Oh my God. Wait, what? How so are people I toting sit, in chairs? I sit down and somebody's like, that's my chair. And I was like, oh, sorry, my my bad. Because everybody was just sitting sort of randomly. Yeah. And then <laughs> I sit in another chair and the next person's like, that's my chair. And I was like, were all What's the chairs different? Were you like, what an eclectic on. group of chairs? You had to bring your chair from the ceremony oh. to the reception. So I got fully outed in front of the entire wedding. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Were they mad? Well, let's put it this way. The priest, when I left the wedding, looked me dead in the eyes and said, See you in hell. Good luck. <laughs> Which I would argue is worse than see yeah, you in hell, right? Because see you in hell suggests that he's going to also be in hell, right? Which so that would be that would be like wow, fitting. what a weird flex, right? But um, and wow. I said uh, like just in general, and he said yes, and I was like, that is so wild and so mean. Yeah, yeah. Was this a good friend of yours? Um, no, not like it, like. Yeah, I mean, gosh, it's this is this is very LA. I'm like, what's a good friend? Yeah, okay, so um, that means not they weren't they're in between a f- a good friend and an acquaintance. Got it. Okay, yeah, so good enough that you got invited to the wedding, but yes, and it was a small wedding. Oh, and small. I'm bad with like numbers. less than a hundred people. Okay, I mean, it was very obvious. Like I had to walk across like a football field to drag this chair. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> Talk about shame. How oh did my God. everyone? So it's a lot to unpack here. So much to unpack. But like stuff like that to me, like just always happens at weddings. How did everyone feel about carrying their chair a football field length? I don't know because I I, missed out on the grumbling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then also what I'm wondering is like, I'm I'm sorry, I'm just 
my brain is just I know I, I've really hit you with yeah. a lot of things back to back my bad no no it's fine it's just like is this a this is not a wedding trend right they were just trying to save money on shares I think so I, I've never it's never happened to me at any other weddings and like at what point do they come because obviously it wasn't on the invitation no at what point do they communicate that, at like, the ceremony and that's how that's how they knew that I missed their wedding <laughs> I know but like before they walk down the aisle, after they walk down the aisle. I wish I could tell During. you. I wish During. I could tell you. <laughs> we are gathered here today. Like, oh, by the way. PSA. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. So bad luck at weddings. Mm-hmm. Grew up in LA. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. No, I'm kidding. All right, I guess we're done. <laughs> um, what did you want to do first? Did you want to act? Oh God, I don't know what I wanted to do first. Um, but I was like performing from the time I was five mm-hmm. and just always like loved doing that. But then yeah. I went to a, a, a performing arts boarding school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't realize it at the time, but I would go through like a journal a week. Oh wow. I wrote everything down and then I was also the editor of the yearbook, but mm-hmm. I took almost like 90% of all photos for the yearbook. And so people just got really comfortable with me having a camera in their face. And then I videotaped my entire senior year. So I got really into photography and directing, but I was also writing just constantly. Mm-hmm. So looking back, it all makes a lot of sense. But at the time, I had I had no idea. Um, are you, do you consider yourself an overachiever? Um, or do other people consider you that? Maybe. I mean, I don't think so. I think I'm, I'm, I could do so much more, but yeah, I we guess probably. <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe. But I mean, I'm just thinking like editing the yearbook, writing that much. Like you did, you were doing when a I lot was younger. I think I was. Mm-hmm. A, a, yeah, I, when I was younger, I think I was an overachiever. I think I thought that if you work hard, good things come to you. And boy, adulthood is tough. It's <laughs> really just not the case. How was boarding school? Because uh, I think you're, you're quite a bit younger than I am. I'm going to guess, but I grew up in love with the show Facts of Life. Mm. And they all go to a boarding school. And so I like had all these ideas about how much fun that must be that I, d- I don't know if that's it was. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, when I first got there, people hated me because I was like really tan and blonde and blue eyed. And mm-hmm. I looked like the girl that like bullied these kids that all ended up at art school. And so nobody talked to me for like two months. And then I dyed my hair purple and I like pierced something. I don't know. And then people were like, OK, she's cool. <laughs> and then I had friends. Um, wow, sometimes it is just that simple. It really, yeah, it's really, really wild. Um, Did you dye your hair because you're like, this is how I'm going to make friends? Or you were just like, I'm feeling like I need purple hair? I think it was probably both. Like, I spent so much time by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, really, I had no friends and I was away from my family. And I remember being really, really sad yeah. and being like, whoa, this is what it feels like to just like have be like totally alone, like mm. off by yourself. Right. Um, and then, yeah. And I was, I was 14 or 13 or 14. So, so I was really young. young. Yeah. yeah. It was really, it was, it was hard. And then, yeah, I just, I slowly started to make friends. And then by the end of it, it was awesome. I mean, the school is, is wild. Like mm-hmm. we had something happening every day. So like an art exhibit, a dance show, just impromptu dance parties, crazy like art stuff everywhere. Um, it was in the middle of the woods. People would literally sing in the cafeteria. The entire cafeteria would break into song. Like in like kind of there's this real life. Right. Shit. Sounds kind of idyllic. Yeah. So it was pretty idyllic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was it co ed? It was co ed, although being an art school didn't really feel co ed. 
Does that mean most of them? There's boys, a lot of, a lot lot of, of like gay, gay boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Which is weird because like I came out of high school and like it, I didn't understand that like trans and all this stuff wasn't totally normal because mm-hmm. it was my normal for so long. Right. Which is a weird culture shock. Yeah. Was that disappointing then to get into the real world and realize that you had been in this like extremely progressive environment that Mm -hmm. isn't reflected? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And maybe and feels like it's going backwards. Yeah. And sometimes I have to catch myself and just realize like uh, something might feel like I've seen this or it's so everywhere for me, but it might be more new for other people. Mm -hmm. Not to like this is the woke Olympics, but Sometimes I get frustrated because I'm like, this is so annoying. Like, I just feel like we're constantly talking about the same issues Mm -hmm. that I experienced easily as a child. You know what I mean? Like, it was not weird to see guys or girls kissing or holding hands or showing affection at my school. Mm -hmm. It was like pretty normal. You saw it everywhere. So the fact that we're still fighting for those rights and liberties just feels kind of insane to me at my son's public school there was this whole controversy that i only know about a little bit Mm -hmm. um because my husband has joined the um i don't know if he's actually officially joined or he just like logged into the zoom Mm -hmm. of the dei so diversity equality and inclusion is that what dei stands for tony can you look that that sounds that sounds i feel like that's right yeah um and so apparently last year there was like a big pushback against the trans day of visibility which is just like that's the hill you're gonna die on right i know it's just so weird like i i I don't know i also talk about sex and dating and all this stuff pretty openly but i just think it's really creepy Mm mm-hmm that somebody spends their time worried about what other people are doing with their body or with right. their romantic life. Like that's just, it's, it's freaky in the not cool way. It's freaky yes. in the not kinky way. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like right. I'm like into freaky, but not that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, really? It's Get a life. It's, yeah. It's disappointing. Um, okay. So you graduate from the, the art high school, mm-hmm. arts high school, mm-hmm. performing arts high school. True. And then what do you do? I go to a college in Los Angeles and then I drop out after two years because I get a record deal. I go to an open call. I don't realize that's what's going to happen. I get a record deal. I, um, yeah, drop out of college. I start learning how to make music. Mm -hmm. And, um, that was a whole journey that please don't go looking for music. I've wiped it off the internet. (laughs) Are you not, you're not proud of it? It's not that I'm not proud of it. I thought I was going to put out a country album. Um, and then I, like stopped and thought about it and I was like I don't this wasn't actually what I wanted to do Mm. like I always wanted to make movies and I always wanted to be like doing film or tv or something like that and so I thought about if you're gonna have to fight really hard to do anything in the arts what is it that you want to do and so then I pivoted Mm -hmm. Um, that's smart to have that realization at sounds like a pretty young age I think it was like 22 maybe I don't know that's that I mean that's like I feel like that's like that takes a lot of self-possession to have that realization because I feel like the bug is around me again. Truly, um, it's, I, it's not even coming for me. It's I know, coming just for you. No, I know. This is um, it's kind of an ongoing trend. I just... Uh, <laughs> I've, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Yeah, I know. Bugs love me. What can I say? 
gotta take it where you can get it you know um i do know yes i think what i was gonna say was i think i spent years with people being like can you do this and i'm like sure i'll Mm. try that you know and and really getting away from like the things that i think i'm best at or Mm. that i want to do and uh i feel like that can like take you down a lot of detours and waste time and make you feel bad if these are things you're not good at so okay but so what did you perform at this audition though that got you the record deal Ooh, um Anna Nalix, that's uh, one of her songs. Oh, God. I had to do a bunch of songs, but like mm-hmm. that was the cover that I remember. Mm-hmm. Just Breathe. And were you playing guitar? Were you just singing? I was just singing. Wow. Yeah. It was With crazy. music, though, or acapella? Or? I won't. I think they provided the music. I think somebody was like playing the music right. there, and then they had me sing live, and then they had me go in, in the studio and, and record a bunch of songs. And then they were like, yeah, okay, you got the deal and i was like what who was who was what, it with? What do you mean? or do you not disclose? it was a, it was a, it was with an indie record label that i don't even think exists anymore um and then i went on to do like some cool things like i i so wait did you make the album though uh, make an album with them or no i didn't end up making an album with them i ended up um fighting my way out of that deal then i got a manager and then i had some corporate sponsors mm-hmm. and toured all over california and joined up with- in malls uh, kind of Wait, high really? schools and middle schools across California and then did um, in stores at Coldstone Creamery. Oh, that's so cool. Coldstone. Yeah. yeah. Didn't see that coming. Nope. <laughs> no. How was that? It was crazy. It's just I, I, look, back, and middle I look back on that time in my life and I'm like, that is weird. Yeah. It's also not really my personality. Do you watch the other two? Oh, I've seen it. It yes. feels a little bit like Chase Dreams. I, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I. Mm-hmm. Not no. Yeah. So, okay. So, but high schools and middle schools, were you being positioned as a kids performer? No, I was doing, I, so I would come in with like Kiss FM or the local radio stations mm. and then I would, they would have people perform like at a break and then give out awards and they would be ice cream for honor students. No, nothing like this ever happened at my school. We had nothing like this ever. Day. Yeah, I mean, this didn't happen at my school either. We didn't even have sports. I mean, I guess we were all artists, but right. Uh, I mean, what I will say is that my time in music taught me that, like, it, I I know how to edit mm-hmm. because of of writing music. I know how to write. I, there's so many things about music that apply to comedy and to right. film and to all these other things. And so, weirdly, I did learn a lot. Okay, so you're performing. A- but just because I will forget. What is it diversity, equality, and inclusion? Oh, is that what you I was making a note when you asked me I what, oh, yeah, what was I was I supposed to look up? I'm sorry. What, what does DEI stand for? DEI. Sorry, the other problem is the internet oh, yeah. is very slow out here for me. Yes. So ask me again in an hour. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yes. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Oh. Hmm. I was pretty close. I also kind of think the internet might be wrong. I I feel like for school, it should be equality. Equity. Well, I mean, I feel like they kind of mean the same thing here. Although equity also means like how much equity in your house do you have? And I never quite understand exactly what that means. Yeah. I think that probably means how much of your mortgage have you paid off? That's what I would guess. Like how much of your house do you own? I'm not correct to that either. I think we own like the door. (laughs) And and we're making moves. Okay, so I won't won't touch that. (laughs) Yeah, we're making moves to own uh, some Some of the windows. Yeah, Yeah, like a window maybe. A window sash. Okay. Uh, All right. So you're performing at Cold Stone. (laughs) Doing contests and things. Um, were you performing country music or just that was no? Like I was what performing you were into? pop music. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I but did, country like, was 40. what you 
like thought you wanted to do? I, oh man, we were really getting into it. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, then I found out that my manager was stealing money from me. Oh. And so I left him and then I didn't really know what I was going to do. And uh, at the, that time, music was starting to be like really toxic. I, I was having a lot of like adults tell me I was like too fat and like mm. all, there was just a lot of stuff that became really hard for me. Yeah. And it wasn't really about the music. Um, and so then I thought, well, what's, what feels more like me? Like pop music didn't really feel mm-hmm. like me. It was just sort of what I was pushed into. Right. Um, by your money stealing manager and, and the ice cream people. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, kind of by, by <laughs> kind of by everybody. And then I was like, yeah, sure. Like I like pop music. Like mm-hmm. why not? Right. But then trying to dance and sing at the same time, like people do not give Beyonce enough credit. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that she gets a lot of credit, but like, damn, that shit is hard. Um, and so I it was less country, more like blues, Americana, mm. okay. which is what I kind of grew up loving and listening to. Right. Um, but then when I really sat down, I was like, no, mm. this just is, I think this chapter's done. Did you wear a headset mic while you danced and sang? No, I, I held a mic. Really? Yeah. That's even harder, I feel like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you're, what you're, te- but you're telling us we can't go find this. No. But you wrote songs for movies. That's cool. Yeah, 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 I did. So there are things like I'm sure that you could find. Um, and then I, yeah, yeah, I wrote songs with other people and and those are out there. It's just so weird. It's like this is, this feels like this was another lifetime ago. Yeah. Well, you've had, you've, um, there's new incarnations of you. Mm-hmm. And I'll, and I'll let, I'll let us move on in just one <laughs> second. Do you still do music like on your own? No. So it's just done. It's over. It's that not- girl is dead. Yeah. Okay. Not maybe forever. Like if I found myself in a situation where somebody wanted to make music and the goal wasn't to try and necessarily monetize Mm. it, I would be down. What color hair did you have when you were performing in Cold Stone? Oh, so blonde. And and bangs like this Mm. and and like so many hair extensions. I can show you a photo. I would love to see that. There's a lot that needs to happen when this is over. Mm -hmm. I need to find out stories that were killed, Mm -hmm. et cetera. Okay. All right. So then, then what? Um, then I made my first short film. I got my heart broken. Um, the man I thought I was going to marry, uh, called me on the phone and dumped me Mm. in April. Um, and we had tickets to go to Africa in December. I love that. I'm like dropping that as if I really expected the sound effect. (gasps) Oh yeah. No, do do it again. We'll, we'll, we'll give you, we'll give you something. Okay. Okay. Um, I got my heart broken by the guy that I thought I was going to marry. And I thought that we were going to get married um, because we had tickets to, well, we had talked about getting married. So yeah, like, that's, that's your that's, first that's clue. That's my first clue is that. And then he, he broke up with me in April, but we had tickets to go to Africa with each other in December. Thank you. How long had you gone out with him? Um, two and a half years or three years, but we had known each other. He was a senior when I was a freshman. Mm. anyway he the the man the tldr on that is he celebrated his one-year anniversary 364 days later oh so he what he, he had met he was, the yeah, other was, one at the end of yeah yeah yeah. he was cheating on me uh, what a dick. which is just hurtful because yeah. he like you know made my entire family come to his mom's 60th birthday two weeks prior to that like it was just a, just a crazy yeah. thing and then to break up with me on the phone anyway my 90-year-old grandmother was sitting next to me and I was like, I can't have the reaction I want to have because I'm afraid I'll kill her. (laughs) 
And so then what I, was the reaction going to be? Uh, just like the ugliest cry. Yeah. Like just I got into the car and called my best friend. And when I say that, like, I'm not sure whether I was wet with tears or snot. Like mm. it was just it was just right. all like just a waterfall. Of, Did you feel blind? You, you must have felt blindsided by it. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. Tony, what's wrong with you men? I wish I knew. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not apologize or no. You are apologizing. You're not a representative. What do you? Yes, what do you I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to. I'm not speaking on for behalf of men. Yes. Okay. That's smart. Yeah. Yes. I don't speak for all women either. <laughs> Did That's he risky. just? I think he just said not all men. Yeah, not all men. Hashtag not all men. Yeah. That's right. Wow. You want some dirt. <laughs> it is getting risky in here. <laughs> it really is. We're, we're very problematic. <laughs> yeah. I'm ultimately grateful. Look, that man changed my life for the better. I made my first short film about it. I asked this guy Ben York Jones who is an incredible writer. He um, wrote this movie called Like Crazy that I loved. He was in my short film. It did well. It gave me the confidence to make more stuff. I made a web series called Hella about LA. Yes, it went viral. I, I, it was like on the front page of Reddit. I ended up getting reps. It's how I sold my first TV show on a, on a, like a whim, like in a pitch in a room. Mm-hmm. And it, it really like set my career off. And um, I, maybe it was eight years later, I sold a show to my favorite network and I texted him and I just said, thank you. Like you were right. Like well, this wasn't meant to be. And honestly, if that hadn't happened, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be here. I'd be Mrs. So-and-so. Right. It's a weird last name. Yeah, it's a really weird last name. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's what I mean? Generic. Like, so generic. And honestly, he's so generic. And I looking back, I'm like, it's so great that you didn't do that. Mm-hmm. We would have outgrown each other. Yeah. And I would have I would have stayed small and I would have never done the things like that heartbreak forced me into the new iteration of who mm-hmm. I was meant to be. And I really like it sucks. What he did was shitty and not cool. But I'm so grateful. And if I had a chance to do it all over again, I would absolutely have that happen. And how old were you at the time? I think like 25. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are people who do meet, who like settle on someone. Settle is the wrong word. There are people who get married at 25 and it works out for them. Mm -hmm. But I know that I was not even near ready at that age. Yeah. So. And what was weird is, uh, so the car ride down to the 60th birthday party that he like made my entire family go to and I'm meeting like second cousins and his great, great aunt, like people that we would have seen at our wedding. Like right. it would have been like, oh yeah, the 60th birthday party in our wedding. Like those are two times I met these people. Mm-hmm. Um, On that car ride down, I was talking to my dad and I was like, yeah, it's just so weird. You know, like I never saw myself getting married young. Like it was just not something that felt intuitive to mm-hmm. me, but like I can't imagine being with anybody else. Like I love this person and this is absolutely what I want to do. What did your dad think? My dad thinks he's a dick. But at the time. Oh. <laughs> um, my dad was really hurt. My dad felt like he took this person in and that yeah. he was like a son to my dad. My dad has two daughters and my dad didn't have a dad. Um, so he really took this guy under his wing and they had a really great relationship and it was really hard for my dad. Yeah. And that sucked for me. Right. Because I don't know. My My dad's like, well, my dad never yelled the entire time. Like he's an ER doc. And oh, wow. so he's used to absolute insanity and mm-hmm. chaos. And he had pretty hardcore upbringing. So I saw my dad cry once. And it was when my grandmother died. And then my the dad- The one that you didn't want to kill with your reaction? The other one. Okay. Cancer killed her, mm. which sucks. Um, but 
I don't really want to kill either of my grandmothers. <laughs> Let the record well, show. You, you say that now. <laughs> Let but, the record show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was, it's hard to watch um, one of the stoic parents or if like you have a, a strong parent, it's really hard to watch them struggle with something. Oh yeah. Especially if it's related to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I was Absolutely. like, how dare you make my dad feel sad? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get you. And then I never got him, you know? It's like he took all the upholds for a ride. <laughs> he really did. He so really did. You sold two TV shows that's or more than two. Uh, yeah, I've sold that's more, amazing. Yeah. More you've sold more you've sold a number of TV shows. Yes. <laughs> that is amazing. Thanks. What none of uh, them got them made, so but still, you sold them. <laughs> then you. you got paid for <laughs> yeah. them, presumably. Yes, 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 of course. Yeah. Were you gonna be in the in these shows? Mm-hmm. So yeah. then did you make pilots? I didn't make pilots. Um yeah, I guess they have all died in development. Wow. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, but no. <laughs> from where I sit, I'm just curious about that process. But from where I sit, even selling a show is amazing. Thanks. Yeah. yeah no, it's, it's you know, um, it's a labor of love. And also every time I start to write something new, I'm like, why the fuck do I do this? How do you mean? It's just like, why, why would anybody choose this career? Yeah. This is just insane. It's so hard to write and like to take something out of thin air and then like make a world and a universe. I'm like, where did you should have just been a lawyer? (laughs) Where did you learn how to do that? Writing songs. Wait, you learned how to write scripts, writing songs? It's the same thing. If you can write a song, you can write a script. I'm like, okay, so a song is what? It's a two to three minute thing that has several pieces that you put together Mm -hmm. and you want to convey a story and an emotion and all of these things. Well, isn't, isn't a pilot the same thing? It's just a little bit longer. Right. There you go. Yeah. I'm sure somebody that's really good at writing is going to listen to this and be like, what a dumb bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about Crimes of the Heart, your podcast, podcast, which is very well done. Thank you. It is like this is just people blabbing into a mic, very little editing, but your podcast is produced. Yeah, I know. I really... Really it's got structure. Really shot myself in the foot with that one because I do it all. You do? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it, you know, it, re- so my husband and I are rewatching Sex in the City from the beginning. Mm, fun. Yes. We've got thoughts about that. Sure. But so I don't know if, if this is going to feel like a compliment or not a compliment, but in listening to the episode with Akilah Hughes, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is like a little Sex in the City ish. I take that as a compliment. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And that's not so I had never watched it because mm-hmm. again, went to boarding school, didn't have TV, also is a little above my time. And I just I, I've but I've now watched Sex in the City. Like I've okay. really gone back and I think that a lot of it is like such so clever. And I love the way that the beginning always ties into the end. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I'm sure there are problematic episodes. I'm not talking about those. Womp, womp, womp. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, oh, I guess it is the woke Olympics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please, I expect my medal at the end of this. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just love the idea of, to me, all of these hurts in relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand. I've said this before, but like, I don't understand how if I were to hit you with my car, okay, fine. And not hit you like your car. I hit your car with my car. <laughs> oh, I want you to run him over. Okay. I run you over. <laughs> Thank you. Um, there's consequences. No hard feelings, right? Yeah, no, oh, no hard feelings. Yes. 
This yes, is because uh, not all men. Um, <laughs> so I hit you with my car, right? And then there's consequences. But if we date for five years and you cheat on me and gaslight me or whatever, you get to walk away scot-free. I don't get that. There's just no, hmm. there's no accountability. There's no recourse. There's no nothing for the way that we treat people. And as somebody that has lived through just a ton of quote unquote love crimes, <laughs> um, I was inspired to. Oh, hence the title. Yeah. Crimes of the Heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, it's not from the play. That's just an unfortunate coincidence. Um, <laughs> oh, they stole it from you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if yeah. you if you believe in the um, time traveling. Yeah. No, what's specifically, though, it's like the multiverse theory. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. This, this podcast. Sometimes I really... talk about quantum physics. You know, <laughs> it's just a thing. <laughs> it's just really hard being a genius. Um, <laughs> no big deal. Uh, yeah. So that really kind of inspired it. And then I, like, love true crime. I'm like, what? well, I don't know. Like, you probably haven't been texting with anybody recently where you felt like those little bubbles pop up and there's like the tension of like, oh my God, what are they going to say? Mm-hmm. And then the bubbles go away and you're like, oh, that was even worse. Like, yeah. oh my God, they're not even going to write. Like that's, this feels like death. And I'm like, but I didn't feel like there was anything that captured mm-hmm. that feeling. So I just wanted to create it. Where do you get the story? So does every episode start with a story? Uh, like someone else's dating story and then you and a guest talk about it that's the format of one episode and then the next week's episode will be just kind of a just an interview with an expert i see okay So like i've had like mm, cybersecurity experts to teach people how to be safer when online dating mm-hmm. or um sex therapists people like that but then yes the other format is someone's anonymous or if they choose to not be anonymous reenacted story of a crime whether Mm. they committed it or whether it happened to them and then i kind of debrief with my guest and where you'll have to come on if you oh i would love to yeah i would would love love to um i've experienced my own crimes for sure uh where do the store so in the episodes where you do have the sort of anonymous or not anonymous Mm -hmm. person talking about their the crime of the heart that they experienced how do how do those come to you i meet people um they write in i meet somebody who goes oh my gosh you gotta you gotta hear this from yeah. my friend this person has this crazy story and then i hit them up and you know if they want to be anonymous i can absolutely ensure and there are a couple i have only done this once but i can interview you i can make it and i can dub your voice out mm-hmm. like if this is something that is so a girl got a butt plug um lost up inside of her which oh was one of her crimes like that was a and she was like, I just can't even, I, I'm too embarrassed to even do this in my own voice. And I said, gotcha, girl. We'll dub you out. <sighs> Silence. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking about this because like they always say, you know, with a tampon, it can't go too far because hmm. it's it, like a little. Yeah. Oh, well, that is not. Just, yeah. But that is the, not the case. Right. But with the, the butt, like ultimately you end at the mouth. Like that, it's just mm-hmm. a straight, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a straight shot. It's a very windy, a windy shot. Very circuitous. So, <laughs> what happened? Did she go to the She got it room? out. She got oh, it herself. out. Yeah. But it was, it was not easy. She basically had to fist herself. Oh, wow. I know. Was she freaking out? Mm. The Like the most the freaking most. out. I mean, couldn't you just, I say as if like she shouldn't be freaking out or something. I imagine she just tried like just bearing down. She tried all the things. Yeah. And this person is 
somewhat recognizable. Oh my god, this is yeah. so exciting! Yeah, <laughs> so so she couldn't go. To, she she couldn't like get Richard paranoid Geard. about going to the ER because she's yeah. like, I have nurse friends. They all talk about this. Like people will talk about yeah. this. Right. <laughs> She'll be like one of those things you see where it's like, how did that person get a light bulb in there? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So she got it out though. Yeah. Wow. I know. I am a little speechless. Yeah. That's. That's like not even the worst one, but that's just one that I think is you would I don't I don't know. That doesn't really like that to me is not that embarrassing. Mm. I'm not really into butt stuff, but I'm not embarrassed about talking about sex. Right. So that wouldn't embarrass me. But Okay. Yeah. Tony, would you be embarrassed if you got a <laughs> butt plug stuck up your butt? Yeah, you know, live a little. Don't try anything once. <laughs> or twice, right? Yeah. You got to make sure. Yeah. Try once. Oh, I don't right. know if I'm yeah. going to do it. Yeah. Try it a second time just try, to make sure. <laughs> try it once and like, there's no way that's going to happen again. <laughs> yeah. the, isn't there usually like a, a stopper? stopper? Not all. And this one was very Not small. all butt plugs. Hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag not all men. <laughs> not all butt plugs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that was so a problem. So it seems like a design flaw. It was a design flaw. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm so glad you brought that. <laughs> I mean, I just, you know, the physics of it, it's bothering me. We have a professional interviewer here. <laughs> yeah no i know i was like Ooh. yeah so just to go back to what you said about how if you ran over tony with a car mm-hmm. and this is just theoretical just theoretical oh. okay just mm-hmm. hypothetical um there would be consequences yeah but if you you know run into someone's heart there's not but do you feel like there should be like what you know what what do you feel like like i mean no like that that would be we can't even decide on punishment for actual crimes yeah, yeah. yeah like i'm like no. So no, I we'll take a back seat on that. Mm-hmm. But I do think that I want to create a place for catharsis yeah. and for people to be able to unburden themselves mm-hmm. of like this really terrible thing happened to me and it made me feel bad or I'm I'm carrying around this shame or I feel like this thing happened to me and therefore it makes me feel like I'm less than or broken right. or whatever. And then to have somebody else come on and be like, "Oh yeah, that's that's happened to me like four times." And then that person doesn't feel so bad. Mm-hmm. And then the people listening go, oh, yeah, I thought my love life sucked. And then I realized, like, actually, this is pretty common. Like, everybody is dealing with some sort of struggles. And it's not just single people. Right. Like, I have people in relationships, too, because I think that single life is its own hell. But relationships are their own hell. You know, B- being married is its own hell. Mm. Being married with kids is its own hell. Like, it, it just always shifts. And I think that's why I was saying, like, I hate embarrassment. I hate shame. Like, right. that is, like, the thing that I feel like I'm. I'm actively trying to fight against Mm -hmm. because what happens with shame? Like it just gets pushed further and further and further down. And it's kind of like a cancer inside of us. Right. Not to be hyperbolic, but that is sort of my personality. (laughs) No, I think I agree actually. Um, Now I need to hear about the guy that was sleeping with your hairdresser and impregnated you. Oh, right. Yes. (laughs) Um, Man. So talk about shame. That's pretty shameful for me. Uh, yeah, okay. it's pretty shameful. Um, and that's also why I'm like, I'm going to talk about it because it's it made me feel really bad. It's really embarrassing. Sometimes when I still think about it, I'm like, yeah, that like actually does trigger me a little mm-hmm. bit. I was dating this guy um, and he had ghosted me once before. And I think that's probably where the shame comes in is that I should have known better. Mm-hmm. And... I got back together with him and I look back on the person that did that and I'm going to, I'm going to say it's pathetic, but I don't mean it 
so aggressively. Mm-hmm. Like I say that with love to that version of myself. Yeah. Because I don't think that it's pathetic to want to be loved. I don't think it's pathetic to want to have a find a relationship or start building a life with someone. I yeah. think that's actually like really special and great. And it's really brave to continue to try for that, especially in the world that we live in. Um, I'm just so sad for myself that I didn't have stronger boundaries mm-hmm. and more self-love to go like, no, dude. This is just, I just deserve to be treated better. And this is really unattractive. Mm -hmm. And if that would happen today, uh, that's exactly my response. I would just be like, oh, this is very unattractive to me. And I mean that genuinely. And like, this is so easy for me to walk away Mm -hmm. from. But at the time, it wasn't. And this guy had a lot of things on paper that made me like him. And then we got along in person. And our sex was great. So it seemed like it was worth fighting for. Mm -hmm. Um. I have tracked my period every day for about seven years and I fucked up once. Mm. Once. There's a one time I had sex without looking at my period tracking app and I got pregnant. And um, obviously I didn't know that immediately, although a very fun fact, not fun for me, but maybe fun for people listening. Two days later, I looked in the mirror and I did not recognize myself. That's very fast. Fast. I was experiencing like the most insane body dysmorphia. Mm. The best way I can describe it is I looked in the mirror and it was as if, if you've ever done mushrooms, um, which just became legal in California, by the way. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. They decriminalized them in California, but I don't know exactly what it means. The way I know is because I got it like a news alert on my phone. <laughs> and like, Daniel got it at the no, same No, no, no. I got a news alert on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know exactly what the, like, ha- if that means they'll be sold now at weed stores. Or, or if you just can't get in trouble for having them. Right. Yeah. Wow. Sick. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Not that I'm like doing them all the time, but um, it reminded me of looking in the mirror when you're like on mushrooms, like how... I looked like grotesque, but Mm. I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was. And it just didn't go away. didn't go away. Turns out that was me being pregnant. But Mm. um, that is just an aside. Anyway, I had plans with this guy. He didn't show up. And then he didn't respond to... But not two days after. No, no, no. This is like like, um, a couple weeks later. Got it. Um, We were supposed to get together. I hit him up. And he hits me back and was like, oh, sorry, like, I'm just not going to make it. Mm. And then I sent him another text and I literally just never heard from him again. And then I found out I was pregnant and I was like, well, at some point he's going to respond to my text and he just never did. So he never knew that you got pregnant? Nope. I mean, he knows now. Yeah. But But wait, how does he know now? Oh, because when Roe v. Wade went through, I was like, well, our kid would be seven days old, so... You should maybe make a donation to Planned Parenthood. That's how that's how you've let him know. Mm-hmm. What was his reaction? Gee, seems like a great guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how did you find out he was sleeping <laughs> with your hairdresser? So my superpower is I always find out the truth. Um, it's a pretty shitty superpower. Wait, is that a, like? But when you mean superpower, I always find out the truth. Like because you're really good at internet searching which by the way i now i'm remembering i saw a clip where you're like women should be detectives oh yeah and i totally agree with you yeah, about that um but you always find out the truth because eventually it comes to you or because you eventually seek it, it out. comes to me more than you seeking it out 
both. But okay. like, there's no way I could have. There's no way I could have. What's seeked? Sought. Sought this out. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no, that's cool. Keep that in. Definitely keep that in. <laughs> oh, okay, Roar. Um, yeah, there's no way I could have sought that out. And it's happened on numerous occasions. And I could give you like a million examples and will if you want me to. But uh, I demand one million examples. <laughs> one million <laughs> Tony, examples. Do you have anywhere you have to be this week? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be here for a million examples. I. I like I'm just kidding. Yeah. So I mean, this is a great example of like how random it is. Mm-hmm. I my my friend, I need a new hairstylist. And my friend says, Oh, you should use my girl. So I go to her and I get my hair done once. Mm-hmm. The second time I'm back, she has like been listening to my podcast and she's like, Oh my gosh, I have so many stories. Like, why don't I just tell you some of my dating stories and then you tell me if you want to use any of them for your show? So she's like talking to Do me. Do you about- like when, did, like, did you enjoy that that was happening or were you like, please just cut my hair? <laughs> no, I love it. Okay. I, there's, there are a few things that I can talk forever about mm-hmm. love, relationships, sex, dating, skincare. I, I could do that forever. Skincare and weird mystery illnesses. Those are like, <laughs> and then probably cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. Those are like the things that I can go forever on. Uh-huh. Just let's do this all day. Yeah. Um, so by the way, if anybody wants to talk about it, hit me in my DMs. <laughs> um, but so she's telling me these stories and she's talking about this one guy that she had dated who, when they were dating, had basically sent a photo of another girl. Like it was a live photo. Oh, and, and like she watched the live part. And she watched and the live part. And it was her, yeah. And, and spoiler alert, it was me. But she didn't realize, but this. she didn't realize this. Amazing. And then what, well, what kind of photo of him was it? She was like, what are you doing? And he was like, I'm, a- I'm doing a pizza night. And he was like lying and saying he was doing it with his kid. And it was like with me. Okay. So it wasn't like a dick pic though or anything. No, it was like a photo of, I think, the pizza. pizza and I walked yeah. through the frame. And he was a dum-dum and sent yeah. a live photo. Um, I don't even remember this photo. Mm-hmm. But she was like, did she asked me about it. I was like, yeah, we, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she starts describing this guy. And I just offhandedly go, it's not Jeff, is it? That's not his name. Um, And the whole salon goes silent. Like, I see necks about to snap. Like, the hairstylist from across the room goes, what did she just say? And my hairstylist freezes and goes, what did you just say? And I was like, it's not Jeff White, is it? Again, not his real name. Yeah. And she's like holy shit yes and i said oh okay cool 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 well that's the dude who got me pregnant and she was like oh my god and then the lady from across the room goes is that the pizza girl (laughs) and (laughs) and like the salon is like erupting and then she's like nobody talk nobody talk i've got to get these foils out of her hair i can't ruin her hair and we finish it and then she's like shell shock she yeah. like doesn't know what and i'm like unfortunately this is not the first time this has happened to me so i'm like i'm okay with this like we can we can figure this out right and she basically was like dude you're the reason why i got into therapy you. that photo like really fucked with me and made me feel really bad about myself and i made up all of these like stories about who this girl must be and like how she must be so much better than me and because of that i got into therapy and because of that i realized like a i need to address like the issues i have in terms of like competition with other women, mm-hmm. aka the patriarchy, and the Tony, <laughs> so I'm hitting you with my car, <laughs> and um, and then B, 
it, like all the work that she did made her like she really built up her self-confidence. And so when he inevitably circled back and the reason why I didn't hear from him the week that he goes to me was he was trying to get back with her. Wow. So yeah. wait, how long? So this is like, it's like kismet that you guys yeah, brought But together. that's what I mean by like my superpowers. I always find out the truth. Yeah. There's no world in which, and she still does my hair and I adore her. And um, yeah. And I, I, I think it makes a lot of sense in my story that like, right. I just am so glad that I got to be even like the smallest fraction of her healing journey, which by the way, I'm not taking credit for in any way. Like Mm -hmm. that was all her and her therapist and all the work that she did. Um, But I'm like, that's crazy. Cause like this story was also, I don't know. It just felt really shitty to be ghosted by a guy that I ultimately like got pregnant and then had to deal with this. And it was just embarrassing and and made me feel really bad about myself. Mm Yeah. I totally get that. Like, I think I would feel similarly, but at the same time, I don't think there is cause to feel shame in in that story. Is it, is it that you misjudged him? Is it that you misjudged your period tracking? Like, is the shame coming from the fact that you got pregnant? Oh, I think there's, yeah, I think the shame is like 360 on so many fronts. Mm -hmm. I think it is like that I got pregnant. I think I don't, want to have to deal with people being like coming at me for that for not keeping it yeah mm-hmm. yeah have you dealt with that at all you have you talked you haven't talked I'm about not, it yeah i've never okay. talked about it so <laughs> so we'll see <laughs> we'll see yeah. um although the the reality is is like i that was the easiest decision for me to make mm-hmm. like i got an abortion i used the pills um what was that experience like Okay, I'm going to be really honest with you. Um, and I part of the reason why I don't talk publicly about it is that my experience was very bad. Okay. Like I genuinely thought I was going to die. Mm. Like I was in the most pain. I threw up. I blacked out. I oh came to. Yeah, it was not a chill experience for mm. me. It was so, so, so traumatic. So Did I think- you have someone with you? No, oh, I did geez. not realize that it was going to well, be yeah, as no, it doesn't, you, hardcore as it was. No, they make it sound like... It's easy breezy. Yeah. Was it... So I have taken misoprostol mm-hmm. um, in advance of... Procedures or something yeah, like that. Yeah, a hysteroscopy. Okay. And in fact, there's an episode of my podcast from many years ago, and one it's like a Thursday show, and it's like Allison's vagina pill, because it was like you just put it up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the cramps from it were so painful. Yeah. Was that one of the things you took or was yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very and uncomfortable. I was basically passing something that was the side of a size of a poppy seed. Mm. Like I had to actually wait a day because they don't recommend take, like I caught it. I knew so early mm-hmm. that I actually had to wait in order to be quote unquote safe to take it or whatever. Got it. Um, so I was told that maybe that's why it hurt so badly because it was so early. Interesting. Because it's like my uterus was trying to push something that was like so small. Right. There wasn't really anything to push. Yeah. 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 So it could have been that. I mean, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm incredibly grateful. I would absolutely do it again in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also am like, I can talk about being embarrassed and feeling shame about it. But I also feel really proud that I'm able to talk about it and not feel yeah. shame about it. I yeah. don't know. It's a very it's it's complicated. 
I didn't know that I was going to share this or I might have better language. I might have thought this out. I feel like your language is fine. Okay. I feel like your language is fine. Oh, no. Oh, is the bug coming for you now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Taking the pill versus having like a DNC, mm-hmm. is it now in states where they where you are allowed to do this, is it generally the uh, an abortion pill that they give you? I know this is not your area of expertise, but I'm just curious um, how they determine when to use that versus like when to use a DNC. So I don't know, actually. I don't, I think that, the, yeah, I have no idea. Okay. I mean, for me personally, I just wanted to address it as, mm-hmm. as soon as possible. Like, when I realized I was pregnant, I also realized, oh, that's like the crazy body dysmorphia. I was also pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Like I had a, I, I, it affected me immediately and pretty strongly. Mm-hmm. So, and then I just, I felt invaded. Mm-hmm. And I well, was you, like, the guy had hurt you. Yeah. And I also was just like, oh no, I didn't, I didn't consent to this. Uh, <laughs> Not to this. Um, and, you know, what a ding dong. Like, yeah. it's like the one time. I think, mm-hmm. like, that's probably what I'm the most embarrassed about. Is it for seven years? Right. You know, I, I've, like, lived with boyfriends and it was never, this was never an issue. Mm-hmm. And then the one guy I fuck up with happens to be this guy that did not treat me well. Right. And I allowed it. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Girl. How long ago was this? Mm-hmm. I think 2021. Okay. Have you thought about doing an episode on it? I have done an episode with my hairdresser. I just haven't released it yet. But are, is it because it's just like in the queue? Or? It's just in the queue. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I might release it in October. Mm-hmm. I mean, now that I'm talking about it, I guess I should probably it's really pretty think good. about that. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good story, I think. Yeah. I, I guess I, like I said, I did not know that we were going to be talking about this so i really did not think this through i I guess my whole thing in sharing it is like yeah i am very pro-choice i did get an abortion i'm so grateful so so grateful like i could cry Mm -hmm. that i was able to to do that yeah it was not a pleasant experience i don't know how anyone in their right mind thinks that this is like a birth control alternative right i'm like (laughs) uh i was laid out for weeks Mm -hmm. so no. Yeah. Right. Wow. Thank you for sharing this story. Um, let's take a quick break yeah. and then let's come back and, and maybe lighter stuff. Like, yes, just me or everyone. Hey, go fuck yourself. And then also my important skincare questions. Yes. yes. Okay. Hey, it's Todd Perry, co-host of Allison and Todd After Hours on Patreon. And I'm biased, but the show's up there with my favorite Allison Rosen podcast. Top three, at least. Why? Because of the fun topics. We've already discussed getting caught having sex, perverted teppanyaki chefs, filming yourself, Gen Z slang, slay, why Allison needs Ben Gay, astrology, the Adam Carolla show, pit pastors, a fight we had with a prominent politician, backhanded compliments, death, and why German men sit when they pee. Like, well, I can't stand in peace. So he thought it was like sort of showing off as if I'd be like, oh, bite my fist. Like, man, I wish I could do that. Start now and get two shows a month for just two bucks at patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. Not sure if you're ready to subscribe? Check out hours of free previews at patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. Allison with one L, Todd with one D. All right, let's do just me. We're back. Let's do just me or everyone. And there's a song. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Oh, 
right. I understand. Oh, did you hear that? Yeah, it's the end of the song. It's literally in the track. It is? Yeah. How have I never noticed it? I don't know. I notice it every time. Maybe because it's a little bit louder right now. That's crazy. I I definitely thought it was my phone. I was like, (laughs) damn, damn, it's on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I understand you have it, just me or everyone. Mm -hmm. Let's hear it. Okay. Just me or everyone. Anytime there are like cutting scenes in a movie or somebody is driving in their car, Mm -hmm. I get panic stricken. Because I'm like, they're going to cut their finger yes. or they're going to get hit. Yes. Yes. I don't always feel it with a driving scene. There's oh. a certain kind of, I don't know if it's an angle. I don't know what it is that makes me go like, oh, God. They're going to get T-boned. Yeah. But a cutting scene. Yeah. I was just watching something oh. the other day. And I was like, I know someone's about to, to harm themselves accidentally. I can't remember if they did or not. Um, I would say like mm, seven out of ten times they don't. Yeah. But it's, I just, why, why? Do not put that in in your movie unless you're actually going to harm right. them. Right. Yeah, it's like Chekhov's gun. It's, yeah, yeah <laughs> yes. It, it totally, and I think part of the driving thing is that I've been T-bowed in an mm. intersection. So and maybe yet, that's. And yet you so cavalierly are going to hit Tony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Were you okay? I totaled my car, mm. but I do like get weird going through intersections which yeah. is crazy because there's a lot of them in LA. right mm-hmm. you didn't get hurt though like physically mm, no Mm-mm. i had to Good. think about that yeah uh that sounds like a horrible thing to experience though so i think about this a lot and i think about the fact that like that experience didn't harm me but really kind of left a mark on my psyche mm-hmm. and so now anytime i'm going through intersections i feel like I'm constantly like actually checking and like especially to my left which is how I got hit and yet emotionally I don't do that mm, that's interesting it's it's weird that I'm like I got in this car accident so long ago it's still with me and yet I've been cheated on or I've been dumped or I've had friend breakups mm. or you know just all of these personal relationship right. things and yet we don't kind of I don't know there's no way to deal with that or handle that or i'm not like looking over my shoulder for that do you think that there i mean i guess the question is is there a way to do that emotionally would there be a way to be looking over your shoulder emotionally that wouldn't leave you like paranoid and closed off well isn't that kind of the whole theory behind attachment styles and like moving into anxious attachment or some of those behavioral patterns Mm -hmm. i think so right i mean i think that i used to I made terrible decisions in relationships and yet I was constantly on the lookout for like, is there a rejection coming? Does this person still like, like the second I started dating someone, it was like, now I have a thing I have to manage. Mm. And the man, and the, what that looked like was, you know, con- being the person who's like, okay, so then he said this and then I said this and then he said this. What do you think that means? I mean, ex- like so exhausting for me. Ah, the bug, <laughs> the bug. You should just eat it. <laughs> Next it's, time not, it comes, it's not even up to me know, that's the thing if it goes in my mouth uh, i guess i will oh my god it is really uh, for people that are not watching and that are just listening this is a tiny gnat that <laughs> seems to circle her head it came near me because it's obviously not pro-choice when i was talking about abortion yeah. however it is really just stuck to you it's so wild what am i giving off i don't know what a gnat oh gnats irresistible like- I mean, but gnats like rotting fruit. Oh, oh wait, no, it's not a. Is it a? Fr- a gnat is different than a fruit fly. Yeah. 
Okay. Let's just go with irresistible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should, I should have stuck <laughs> yeah, with just, that. Let's go right. with that. <laughs> but if it turns out that I smell like rotting fruit, someone let me know. No, you don't. Thank you. No. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, That's wild. Wait, can I ask you a personal yes, question? Yes. Did you, um, were you hypervigilant as a child? Yes. Like, yeah. Okay. Were you? No. Okay. Um, yes. I, but I was an overachiever. Yeah. So that's, I guess, a different type of hypervigilance. Mm-hmm. But like, it doesn't surprise me. Right. Yeah. And also, I grew up in a house of like, my dad also was a doctor. Um, a lot of discussion of worst case scenarios and catastrophizing. Of course, yeah. And this idea, which is not really accurate, but like with the right amount of intellectualizing and sort of interrogating a situation ahead of time and thinking of all the possible outcomes, you can keep yourself safe. Mm. So, uh, First of all, it's exhausting and it's not how the world works. And then when anything, ah, <laughs> Wait, this is crazy. I know. And then <laughs> just fly into my lip gloss and be done. <laughs> then, like, when anything bad happened, I would be, you know, it, it really like caught me off guard because mm. it's like, but I, but you're I did like, everything I'm always right. trying. Yeah. yeah you're I like, I'm, I'm, right. I'm mm-hmm. yeah. And I think, like, if you know, if I had had to do, or rather, with my kids, what I would like mm-hmm. to teach them is sometimes bad things happen, mm-hmm. and when they do, we will get through them. Because I think I that's love that you know better than this idea that the goal in life is to avoid something bad ever happening. Oh my god, I love that because yeah. then it's like when something if, if if you think that the goal is to think yourself into a situation where nothing bad will ever happen because you're t- you're making all the right choices and da, da, da. then when something bad happens then you actually feel shame right over failure it. Yeah, yeah exactly so i don't know but yeah i mean but i don't think i was consciously doing that in relationships i think it just was sort of an anxious sort of like attachment. your baseline and uh, yes but also i was like attaching myself to people that were withholding or that didn't mm-hmm. want what I wanted or, you know, I was always going for just the know, the wrong type of guy. Yeah. Well, that makes sense because dad's a doctor. So he was probably wasn't like, always like around. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Both of my parents yeah, were yeah. like not. Um, always they were hot and cold is the wrong word. Intermittent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the, and they didn't intend to be and they didn't want to be and if, no, if they were to hear me best. say this sure they would they, ha- the they would be hurt they but yeah, 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 yeah there was there was just like there was a lot of stuff going on in their own lives that preoccupied them so in my family it's like the highs were very high and the lows were very low mm. i've actually never used that phrase about my family i used to only use it about guys i dated but mm. i'm realizing now like it, I, most oh, of it's related yeah yeah totally yeah totally, totally. I, that's that's fascinating to me I think it's really cool that you're actively aware of that and going to try and break that for your kids. Yeah. Thank it's you. really, yeah, I think it's really special. I mean, the, the reality is like you will fuck up your kids, period. Yeah. You could be the absolute world's greatest mother on the mm-hmm. planet. Oh, and, and I'm I sure am. you are. No, no, no. I'm sure you <laughs> are. That's the thing. Like you're, you're, you're trying, you're present, you, you're doing all the things. It, it could be that you love them too much. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's, it's such a, I think being a parent, and let me tell you, people love hearing parenting <laughs> advice from people who don't have kids. No, but it's complimentary, so but please keep going. <laughs> it's like 
it's so thankless Mm -hmm. and and you know that you're up against this thing like no matter how wonderful you love them you are going to hurt them in some way or give them something that they're going to have to untangle Mm -hmm. but i think to arm them with the skills of like that life isn't about avoiding the pain and the hurt right. and the shame and whatever. It's about getting through it is I've never heard anybody say that. Oh. And so I love that. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's Thank great. Thank you so much. See Tony. <laughs> some <laughs> people, some people like what I have to say. <laughs> Just kidding. W- uh, was meeting your husband different than most other guys? Yes. Yes. Really? And I have been thinking about this in watching sex in the city mm. because when I watched it, when it originally ran, mm-hmm. I was, in my 20s and dating and obsessed with relationships. Um, and I didn't have the reaction to it that I'm having now. And I, let me, I'll explain what my reaction is yeah. now. And then my question is, has culture changed or have just have I changed? Or like, were they in? I watch it now and I'm like, oh my God, this is like the focus on relationships being the be all end all. Mm. That feels not ideal and none of them communicate well none mm. of them communicate directly carrie is like flying off the handle constant you know she, she's so passive aggressive and she's so like histrionic i feel like is like a misogynist word but in a sure, way sure, she, sure. she d- dramatic let's say something like sh- something hurts her a tiny bit and then she just like storms out and she's like well if you're gonna be that way then blah 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 mm. and i you know if i was friends with anyone dating her i'd be like this one, it's not you worth gotta it. You got to leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn it. But <laughs> this fly is persistent. You know, and to someone listening, I <laughs> sound insane. <laughs> no, I was yeah. thinking about that. Yes. <laughs> and even if they're watching, they can't see it. They can't see it because it truly <laughs> it's is like, tiny. it's like sand with wings. It's like I'm yelling <laughs> at like an, ama- at like an imaginary man on my shoulder or something. Oh, Get out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just listeners. Viewers just know there is something and it is terrorizing me. Yeah. Yeah. It just occurred to the me. The tiniest how terrorist. Crazy. This is going to sound. It is. I mean, it's a tiny terrorist. Mm-hmm. It's going to sound fully in. Oh, well. So be it. Too late so now. Be it. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. So I watch it and I'm like exhausted by mm. I don't. What I'm wondering is like, are the writers aware that she is very young in her like that she's really not like close to self-actualization or is that just where i i'm old now i don't know these are questions i think it's probably a combo yeah because i think that i mean if you go on tiktok and you look at women giving advice or talking about love in their 20s it does Mm -hmm. seem kind of similar right maybe so i think it's a combo of like the lack of Mm self-actualization but also being the thing that's they're so into like for me i'm obsessed with the relationships just because i think it's fascinating, mm-hmm. like, but so much of it does tie to our personal, like, yeah, not just romantic, right? Oh, but I'm like, I'm obsessed with the way people relate to and dynamics and things like that yeah. too. I what this is like hyper focused. I don't on- mean, yeah, I don't have a problem with a show being about relationships. Yes, well. I just mean that they need the relationships to feel okay. That, now, yes, granted, yes, if, it, yeah. if it were a show about people who are like really, you know calm and they say things in the perfect like they'd be really boring too like mm-hmm, i get that it's mm-hmm. a show but so anyway but i watch it and i think all four of them 
who are all like trying to, you know, they, the guy won't do pay, pay enough attention or isn't around or is pulling away or is this, it's just like, I watch it and I think like, so what? Just opt out, <laughs> yeah. like opt out of all Eject. of the, yeah, opt out and just wait till someone comes along where it's not this hard because mm-hmm. that was my experience. Now I'm wow. not sure that's everyone's experience, but with Daniel, mm-hmm. it felt so different than any of the relationships prior. Um, that's incredible. It just, there really was no, there were no games. He, he let me know that he liked me. Um, I didn't wonder, is he going to disappear? Mm. I wasn't analyzing things. There was one, and I've mentioned it on the show before. There was one moment we, I think it was the first time we slept together. Mm-hmm. And then we were hanging out and he said to me, um, I have a really busy week at work coming up. So you might not hear from me as much. Um, and I was like, okay. And I remember leaving and thinking, if he's going to pull away, this is probably going to be the time because we did sleep together. And, but I'm just going to let it play out and see, because if he is going to pull away, and that's probably like the first time that I had ever had that Mm. thought of like, this is important information yeah. So I may as well, like, I never let things play out. I right. always tried to get in the way of them and control them and manage them. Right. As opposed to just, let's just see what happens. Letting people show you who they are. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, And then, you know, I, we, we texted a bit. And then I remember he texted me and he's like, so when can I see you again? Mm. And I was like, oh, phew, you know, yeah. but that was really the only time that I had doubts and it wasn't, it was barely a doubt. It sure, was just it a was sort like of like, hmm, what's the timing happening? and everything kind of yeah. lined up and presented itself. So you saying that made me think of something. I think that the way that we talk about sex has changed so much since sex in the city came out. Mm-hmm. And that also might be a part of it that like the dating books of that time are almost exclusively about following quote unquote rules oh, and withholding rules. sex. Yes. I think like the weird thing about dating in the like 80s 90s was that sex was the bargaining mm-hmm. chip that women had mm-hmm. and that i think has changed because now open relationships are a thing and like right. not to say that it wasn't a thing then but it's mainstream now mm-hmm. you know like i think a lot has changed and the women are different now mm-hmm. yeah. i'm sure men are also different but like i i think as you said that and feeling the insecurity after the first time you had sex mm-hmm. and then feeling like, oh, wow, maybe he's going to ghost now. Right, right. And like it clicked something with the show. And, and Yeah, that. yeah. Did you ever read that book, The Rules? Time-tested secrets couldn't, for... Couldn't finish it. Oh, it's terrible. It. It's terrible. I was like, this is trash. Yeah. <laughs> this makes me hate myself and mm-hmm. the writers and everyone. Yeah. And I'd rather just die alone, honestly, quite frankly. Yeah, I remember my grandmother sent me that book and it totally messed with my head. But it was... If anyone doesn't know, it's like don't cut your hair and like yeah. be blonder. It's like literally some of the advice. It and then it's like the appendix is like the rules after marriage. So you you're supposed to never be yourself, never be. But yourself. you set an egg timer by the phone, and you only talk to him for three minutes. It's just it's, a, it's all insane. about keeping the upper. It's it's all games. It's about keeping the upper hand. You always are the one who ends a phone call first. Don't accept. Uh, a weekend date after Wednesday, which maybe is like not the worst advice in the world. But if you're doing it in order to prolong a relationship with someone that think it's not right anyway, mm-hmm. that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing that like, 
in my old age, I've kind of come around, and I might be wrong though, but I have sort of come around to like, when it's right, it's hard to it's fuck not, up. Yes. Yeah. It's not so confusing. It just is kind of clear and it's easy and all of that f- trying to figure out stuff and anxiety mm-hmm. and all that, that is a, either a sign of that's sort of you're not ready. I wasn't ready. Or it's a sign of like you're, it's a union that wasn't you're forced. It's, yeah. it's, it's forced. Yeah. yeah. But maybe that's just me. Maybe there are people who it was hard and then now they're happy. I'm always a little bit like, hmm, are I sure? kind of interview people about this. Yeah. And that's not really what I see. Do you normally hear people say like what I said? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes. You're, you are, your story is common. I mean, not your story, but like what mm-hmm. you're, what you're, espousing is what i have that, heard really yeah. okay yeah like it's fucking annoying to hear but when you know you know like yeah. but it's like no when you it, it just i've never met anybody who is happily married who's like yeah fuck it's a shock it really surprised me did not right. see that coming right because he like, was like wouldn't commit yeah, for so many yeah. years no and, i i've yeah. yet to hear that so right. that's so interesting yeah which is which is wild. I also was thinking, you know, women couldn't get a business loan without their husband's approval until 1988. Right. Oh, wow. I knew about the credit card in the 70s, but right. I didn't know about... Which is like the mid mid to late 70s. Yeah. So it does make me kind of go like... I, I kind of understand those rules. If like you're really playing to snag a husband that mm-hmm. has the most money because that's the thing that's going, going to, to take change care of you yeah right where like the priorities were just different. Right. Like I think that people now are looking at it and going, well... 51% of marriages end in divorce. Mm-hmm. 65% of the people on Tinder are married. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's dark. But like, these are some like stats that are readily available to people. So if you're going to do this thing, why not try and actually do it for love? Yeah. As opposed to... You don't need to do it for the other reasons the status anymore. or whatever. Right. Like, it, it doesn't seem as relevant. So I don't know. Maybe that is why... It feels so different. I don't mm-hmm. know. Anyway, sorry. I just started interviewing you. Um, no, it's no. just really fascinating to me. And I, I love hearing that. And yeah, it, it makes me, I love hearing people's happy endings. Yeah. 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 I, I, I do as well. Um, do you have a, Hey, go fuck yourself. Oh yes. Um, it's a kind of a combo. It's a, uh, Hey, go fuck yourself to the sun and also to the FDA for making our sunscreen. Not so good. Our FDA is so, um, out of date that like I get all my SPFs from Korea, Japan or Australia and they're like illegal. I was like, Oh, when I was in my teens, I was illegally buying weed and now I'm illegally buying sunscreen. <laughs> like this is like crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, just our, our FDA is so far behind. Mm that American sunscreen is just absolutely not as good as international sunscreens. Hey, FDA. What the fuck? Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Okay, this leads into my skincare questions. So um, I have seen Charlotte Palermino, is that her name? Yeah. On TikTok talking about the filters that are available in international sunscreens Mm -hmm. versus... Uh, the ones that are legal here, mm-hmm. but what is the, do they, do they work better? Do they feel better? What's the difference? Yeah. They just have better. They literally have better protection. In they them. do. Okay. Yeah, the ingredients in them better protect you from mm-hmm. the sun. Okay. Then I need to get on one of these. Yes. Yeah. Do you mineral or chemical? I don't care. Is uh, like, 
I think if you're asking that question, it's one of two things. <laughs> uh oh. Well, no. One, you already know way more about skincare, and so you're probably going to make up for it in other areas. Mm. And the reality is most people just need to wear sunscreen. Right. Like, you know what sucks more than chemical or mineral? Skin cancer? Bingo. But I'm just curious, these different filters that we don't have, are those, do you know if those are like mineral or chem- or chemical filters? Oh, I think they are in both. Yeah. Both. Okay. Yeah. Is there one that you would recommend? So I use the Biore Watery. Oh, I've heard about um, this. I'm, I'm botching the name. Um, I use Isn't Tree... I use, um, what else do I use? Oh, so this is my favorite one. It's just impossible to get. Although if you can get it and you are willing to send it to me, (laughs) I am willing to pay you to do it. Ultraviolet. It's from Australia. I'm obsessed with their sunscreen. Oh yeah, the sun's brutal there. Yeah. Yeah. And that brand is incredible. I, I, that's my favorite sunscreen. All right. It's just, I I, I do have a listener in Australia. Oh my God. Please hook it up for us. I'm just lumping us together because I'm like, I want to get in on this this again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's really so good. Um, but then that's very hard to get. So if you can't do that, uh, use isn't tree, uh, beauty of Josen. That's the one um, that Charlotte Palomino was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Or the Biore watery, whatever it's, it's called. like essence or something, right? Yeah. Water something essence. like that. And, and I don't, I didn't love that one originally because it kind of smells like rubbing alcohol, mm. but I battle tested these sunscreens with the, um, what's it called? The UV stickers. Oh, I don't know about those. So there's these UV stickers that you can put on your legs or arms or whatever. I oh, have, I if you like, these. if people want to find it, they can go to the link in my bio. I have like an Amazon store. Don't feel pressured to buy from there. Just if you are trying to figure out the products and you want to look at them, I do have them in like a category. Um, there's these UV stickers and I basically put them on and then put different sunscreens and just saw which oh, ones lasted. And then the Biore one really worked the best. So I was like, well, I don't care that it smells bad. I'm going for whatever yeah. um, works the best. All right. But now when you started the arts high school, you were very tan. Did you used to tan? I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I, I went to a boarding school that was like uh, up north. And so mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of sun. And that's how I got really pale. Got it. And then ever since then, I've just been very pale. And then I got melasma and that really dove me into well i got acne mm-hmm. pretty bad okay and had to deal with that and then i had crazy melasma um i have hashimoto's which is a thyroid mm-hmm. disorder and so i have to take what is hormone um which has affected my melasma and at various times it's gotten better and worse and so I can basically tell you kind of anything and everything yeah. about that i don't now i see no melasma on your skin right now Thank how you. did you take care of it or how did you get oh, rid man. of it? I mean, I've done it several times and I've done all the things that don't work. And mm. then I could tell you what does work. I mean, Please never do, never do someone... Cosmolon. I don't even know what that is. Great. Perfect. I did. IP... So I had sunspots, not IPL melasma. I did IPL is very bad for melasma. Oh, yeah. It can make it worse. Yeah, right? it can make it worse. But mm. for sunspots, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, so I would do a retinol hydroquinone combo. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like several dermatologists that I go to, but this this one of my dermatologists has me on um, Obagizo. I love that you have several dermatologists. Yeah. That is amazing. Uh-huh. I'm going to need names when we're, I, when we're done. I, like I said, like I lo- I'm obsessed with skincare. Yeah. I love it. I, I don't like to wear makeup and mm. um, I'm 
barely wearing any today because I did the bio repeal, which is like a very, very new peel. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to be like the first ever peel that's like a TCA with no downtime. Very exciting that I get to try this. What's TCA stand for? Um, It's about the the acidity. Okay. Yeah. It's like a chemical peel. Got it. Did it hurt? No. I've never done a peel. Hmm. Um... I think I'm afraid of them. Yeah. I've also never done microneedling because I'm afraid of that. Oh my God. I'm obsessed with really? microneedling. I, can't, this is a, oh, I don't know. What freaks you out about it? Little needles going in my face. Hmm. Okay. I can and that, also yeah. when I see videos of it. So all I do mm-hmm. with my one wild precious life is watch TikToks about aesthetics. Uh, that's like all I do these days. Um, and so when I see microneedling and I see them wiping away the blood, I'm just like, Yo, yowzers. Oh, that's why I sent in a question. You were answering skincare questions. And I said, what do you think of like microneedling versus clear and brilliant? And I said, go clear and brilliant, right? Uh, Yes. You said, unless you have pigmentation issues, I think. And then it's safer to go. Look, clear and brilliant. It's like a, also, I love that I am speaking on this as such an authority figure when I am not an esthetician or dermatologist, but I am the person. But Jackie that, said you know, so but I am the you have the seal that, like, of approval. Of all of my friends come to. Yeah. Um. And you would be surprised at some of the people that ask me questions. I'm like, what? Like famous people with with butt plugs in their mm-hmm. butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um. Or I'm like, I feel like I. But uh. So anytime you get like a laser involved, there's like heat, and that could be not great for people with pigmentation or people who are pigmented have right. like more melanin in their skin. Yeah. Clear and Brilliant has been around for so long and it's kind of like the, I feel like it's the gateway laser. Mm-hmm. Or it's like the baby laser. So it's such a great place to start. I love Clear and Brilliant and I tell people, I'm like, oh, that's a great one to to go for. But then if you are trying to do like something that is for anti-aging or tightening or whatever, you want to bump up and work up to something like a, like a Fraxel mm-hmm. or like a CO2 type laser. Now, what do you think? And I will never, ever do it. But what do you think of Morpheus? I'm not a fan. How come? So for anyone who doesn't know, Morpheus, this is the thing that Jackie had, and she was on the show talking about how like her arm was flying up in the air. It is microneedling with radio frequency, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be very painful. Yeah. I just think it's too intense. Mm-hmm. and I th- To be awake during, or just in general? Well, it's not... not the, I just think that like it's too severe and extreme. I don't like anything that is going to take away from fat in your mm-hmm. face because that's yeah. like ultimately what makes you look younger. Right. Although apparently that's like a different setting so they can just target specific they areas. That, they but... say that. I don't. What's funny about this is that I have said this since I did a deep dive on Morpheus and the number of estheticians, people who work at beauty salons or like medical centers and dermatologists that have been like, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I'm batting a hundred. Oh wow! Yeah, interesting. So I yeah, think it's th- like you you got to get people off the record, to, right? When because anytime somebody's making their money that way, they're never going to sell you mm. off of it, right? That's a that's like a huge thing. That's why mm. I have multiple derms because everybody's trying to make money, right? Yeah. Like I'm trying to do what's best for me and not what's best for your wallet. Yeah. So, new face, red light masks, what do you think of those? Love. Is there one that you love more? So, new face they're both is... expensive. So, I was like, do, I don't know if I... Like, do I do I need one of these? And which one would I need? I mean, new face is using microcurrent and it's basically like trying to like move the muscles in your face to 
which you could do. It depends on how committed you're going to be. Like, Mm -hmm. are you going to do this every day? Because neither one of them are really going to make a dent unless you're consistent with it. I mean, I feel like a mask I would do more because you can just put it on your face and lie there, which Mm -hmm. is like my favorite thing to do. Um, I just also had like a weird flash of like every... listen to your podcast just just leaving the yeah chat. I know. <laughs> they're just like yeah, yeah no i'm out yeah, we're done <laughs> i'm out um yeah the mask yeah, yeah i know new face is like much more intense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah like the thing is it's like there there's so many like facial exercises you could do like like face yoga mm-hmm. or something like that that'll give you the same effect as like an as a new face i'm sure there are people that disagree with me but it's like really i don't know that's not going to microcurrent is great and you look snatched for that day it's mm-hmm. like short term and and then over if you do it every day like it can have a long-term right. effect but if you're not going to do it every day eh? but i don't i don't quite understand how it works or what it does is it like how if a man is going to be in a movie i'm this is what i think happens if a guy is going to be like on screen with his shirt off he'll like do push-ups right before they film is it like that is it like mm-hmm. yeah just kind of like plumping things kind of yeah up okay and then what does how does a red what does a red light mask do again i know you're not um so there's different there's certain wavelengths of red light Oh, I used to know this. I think six is for skin and eight is for your body. Okay. And eight really helps with like inflammation and decreasing inflammation and skin. I mean, six helps with cell turnover and um, it, it also does help with pigmentation. Mm-hmm. And if you have anything like um, eczema, that can be really, really helpful for that. So it's more of like a, a healing light and helps rejuvenate cells. It's mm. like for cell turnover. Okay. How that exactly works, I'm not 100% right. sure. And blue light is for killing bacteria. It's okay. anti-acne. And they do work, for sure. They do, But again, okay. yeah, 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 for sure. But you have to be consistent with it. Right. Yeah, because I know that so there's people that I follow who said that like their skin has never looked better now yeah, that they yeah, started using it. That does it. not surprise me at all. Hmm. All right. And then my final question. Mm-hmm. Do you know, does, do estrogen creams on the face make a big difference? And also does, if you don't, I'm not, I'm not at the, I'm not in menopause yet, mm-hmm. but, um, like if you get a hysterectomy and get your over, this is so oh, so medical. Yeah, so so yeah, like that you, will throw you immediately into menopause. Right, but will it affect your face? Yes. Will you age faster yes. suddenly? Yes. You will. Okay. Yes. But if you take hormone replacement, then you won't. This is probably a question for a gynecologist. Yeah, but I had one on my show, and, and this oh, okay. question did come up. So oh, that's, amazing! That's, I'm basically episode, yeah. just that's why I'm able to be like unequivocally yes because okay. um, I had a girl write in about how she has to have a hysterectomy, and she's like I think in her 20s or mm-hmm. early 30s, and uh, the doctor was basically like, oh, she needs to look into hormone replacement therapy because it will basically throw her into older age. Right. Okay. Um, like every aspect of her mm-hmm. body. I don't know about the estrogen creams on the face. Right. I just don't know. Because I just, I was Googling that the other day, and there are people who claim that it like almost overnight like makes changes in the fine lines. Send me those videos. Okay. Send me those videos, and I will look into it. Yeah. Or I will send it to somebody, and I will just say, hey, is this true or not? And he'll just say, no, or yes, or whatever. Interesting. 
And um, then there's people who are like, you don't want to be messing with your hormones, which obviously you don't want to be. Well, that's why I'm like, why would you put it? So like th- my apparently is why do you on, put it on your face? Because are you trying to get it into your bloodstream? No, or like, I, what's it trying to do? So apparently putting it on your face, it, there's such a small amount that it doesn't get in. It doesn't affect you. Everyone do their own research. I'm basing this off of like yeah. a Reddit thread. Yeah. But it doesn't get it doesn't affect you systemically. Hmm. It's sort of like um menopausal women again i am not an I mean, expert that's basically how like a lot of skincare works yeah but- exactly so like vaginal creams are i'm sorry estrogen creams are used vaginally to yeah. like, keep the tissue yeah 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 um youthful let's say and oh, they, it would have so the same effect on the face the idea? that's the idea i don't know if it's true and i don't know if there's a risk either i'm sure there um, yeah i don't I, estrogen is something that i think is is kind of risky to right. be messing with yes totally I'm excited to look into this and I will definitely circle back, please, because this is something that's fascinating to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, hydroquinone for that's like my favorite thing for Mm -hmm. um, melasma. Although if you really want to go ham, like oral tranexamic acid is something that you can do. Oh, interesting. Again, I'm not a doctor. You have to get that's a prescription. um, And there are risks involved with literally anything and everything. So whatever. But like that will clear up melasma so fast it's, oh, wow. it's absolutely insane but also so will if you're willing to go slow and steady so will like retinol and hydroquinone and that that combo mm-hmm. um microneedling with prp also really helps um you have great skin thank you microneedling with prp i know i know that's been recommended but that's the vampire facial tony that i think we talked about on the show one time i've I done it so many times i know <laughs> i've done it so many times really it's, yeah 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 it's it's so not a big deal they numb you that's mm-hmm. the worst part the numbing Being, part is the worst part. How's that bad? Well, you just, just like gotta, feeling like, numb after. Yeah, the feeling numb and like gotta make sure it stays out of the crevices yeah. of your lips and just like you're like little and it gets like oily. Mm-hmm. So like that part I don't like. Right. Um, but then you really don't feel it afterwards no. because they numbed me for the IPL mm-hmm. and I it still was very uncomfortable. So, so then the next time IPL I did it myself, feels like a snap. Yeah. And microneedling the first it depends on how many passes they do. The first pass you won't even feel. Okay. It's like maybe by the third pass, but if you're like, listen, I don't want this, mm-hmm. then you could stop. I mean, right. do you understand why it why it works? Yeah, because it's yeah. It making your body produce more collagen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the little. So it's like either way, you're gonna need to kind of do a little damage to the skin right. in order to make it heal. Yeah, and look youthful. Plus retinols. Yeah. I think. I think it's mostly just a mental thing of like the idea mm. of a bunch of little needles freaks me out more than the idea of a laser. Um, hmm. But right. yeah. Well, then Claire and Brilliant it. Rory, this has been so delightful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for letting me pick your brain about skin Anytime. care. I have I, and I do have more questions. So I'm going to be bothering your inbox by any day. Email me. DM me, okay. text me, call me, and then please come on my show. I would love to. Please tell everyone uh, where they can find your show, where they can find you, plug all your stuff. Oh, right. I really was going to just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> um, Crimes of the Heart is the podcast. It's on it's Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, my Instagram is at I could be blonder. I could be blonder. And then blonde. I am pretty blonde, but I, but I could be blonder. Mm-hmm. And then everywhere else, I'm just at Rory Uphold. Awesome. Thank you. Thank and, you. Um, Tony, what about you? Uh, on Instagram at Tony Thaxton. Jackie. <laughs> and uh, Bizarre Albums every Tuesday and Motion City Soundtrack will be on tour late September and early October. 
And if you're in Los Angeles, uh, be on the lookout for me getting hit by a car soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it might it's happen. so funny because I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was going to be like, and if you can't find him, he'll be at the front of my car. <laughs> and if you like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, please make sure you're subscribed. Tell a friend. Click five stars. Leave us a nice comment. We read them on the show. And uh, I'm on Patreon. 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 Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. All sorts of fun stuff there. You can get episodes of The Friend Zone. That is my Patreon podcast. There's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back uh, and more. And if you're going to do that, might I uh, nudge you in the direction of an annual subscription because you get two months free. And then also check out my merch. I have It's, it's relatively newish. I have a merch store now. I'm very excited about it. Go to AllisonRosen.com. And look for the banner that says merch store or something like that. My merch is live. I have merch now. I don't know what it says, but it has the word merch. Click on that. It'll take you there. T-shirts, mugs, tank tops, stickers, all everything you want is there. Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen. On TikTok, I am the Allison Rosen, I think. And I'm not that active, but you know, it, it could change. And subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash Allison Rosen. You guys, thank you so much, Rory. This has been delightful. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.